And this is the casual fan. My name is Chazza. He is. That's my name today. An exhausted sire. Kind of like Princess Symbol. GMTM, what up? And this is, again, the casual fan, where we talk about wrestling, we talk about movies, and sometimes movies that have to do with wrestling, that just happens that way sometimes, yep. and then some other, 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 other random shit. Yep. So, no further ado, let's start with our wrestling. So yeah, Stomping Ground just happened, a lot of people didn't realize it. Still a funny title to me, but... Stomping know. Ground. I guess it's their way of t- telling AEW, like, we're here to step up. Oh, we're here to stomp you out. One of the two. The curb stomp is the number one move right now. Well, he's champion, well, so it makes number one move. He's, he's also the number one wrestler in the world, according to him. But well, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Well, yes. So, stomping ground. We have our predictions here. As always. So, we don't know what the loser's going <clears> to <throat> do, but... Had an idea where it's like some type of challenge. So you know how they have like that chip challenge where it's super hot or something like that? Okay. Something like that. And then we might have to do the hot chip challenge. A little late, but <laughs> it's what it is. It's part of the game. Yeah. So with Stomping Grounds, um, the kickoff pre-show that I see. So, geez, already. So triple threat match. Uh, for the WWE Cruiserweight title, it was Akira Tozawa, Drew Gulak versus, I mean, all of them versus each other, Tony Nese. Uh The winner of this, let's see, hold on, who did we have? I think I had Tony Nese. You had Tony Nese and I had Drew Gulak, and the winner was... That's a long-ass review. Drew Gulak! Okay. Big up! Big up to Drew. I did, as you can see, I didn't watch the kickoff <laughs> show because I'm super excited for no reason. <clears throat> One. Oh. All right. So what's up next? Oh, it was the Raw Women's Title Match: Lacey Evans versus Becky Lynch. Do I even have to say who won? Like, it was no expectation. The winner, Becky Lynch. We both said it was Becky. We both chose Becky. One and one. So next match was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus The New Day, Biggie and Xavier Woods. So in that. I said the New Day would win. He said Owens and Zayn. I said it, it, it wouldn't matter. <clears throat> and the winner was Owens and Zayn. So, Trace got that one. Yeah. And I got the New Day wrong. I, it doesn't really affect them, so. At no. all. Oh, United States title match, Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. Um, I said Joe. We both said Joe. Man, we are both wrong. Yeah. And that's... I don't know if that's a good thing. That's like, an interesting thing. It's because with Small Joe, it seems like every time you get to the belt, you just lose it right away. Yeah. But at the same time, it's Ricochet. So at least it's Ricochet. Yeah. Because Ricochet looks like he's... He's going to be a staple. Yeah, he's going to be one company. of the next ones they push. You yeah. know, he is the better version of Will Ospreay. According to Seth Rollins. But we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> so... After that, 
There was the SmackDown Tag Team title match, Heavy Machinery versus Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. We both picked the Planeteers. So, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, we know who won. The Planeteers. Realist vegans in the room. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. That's actually, they should steal it. They should. Uh, SmackDown Women's title, Alexa Bliss <coughs> versus Bailey. Um, the winner of that was Bailey. I said Bailey. Trey said Alexa Bliss. Yeah. He was he was trying to thing. Yeah. He was trying to thing, you know? Yeah. But it just I, didn't could, make I s- could live with that. It didn't make sense because she's a raw fucking person. Like, right now, there's no two shows. We know yeah. there's no brand split now. Wildcard rule is nothing. It's just, they're both. But at the same time, they still try to act like that's a raw person and that's a SmackDown person. Just like um, the new feud, Samoa Joe and Finn, uh, Samoa Joe. Against um, Kofi. Oh, okay. It's like, what the hell? But anyways. All right. So then, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. He said Drew. I said Roman. The winner. Finally. A Roman Reigns win. Finally. Do you see? If he was going against, not D-Mac, but Shane Mac. But why? Different. I don't know why they wouldn't push... McIntyre on the big stage, like I heard somebody say, I can't remember who, possibly Wrestle Talk, one of one of those ones. But anyways, they said um, Drew McIntyre is becoming the new Bray Wyatt. Could be big. They push, 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 but every big match he loses. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. They don't get it. <clears throat> uh, Steel Cage match for the WWE title: Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. We both said Kofi, and we are both right. And they're going to continue that feud because who knows and who cares. Again, I don't care how many times they put those two in the match. They're good, but it's just like story-wise, like what's the point? Story-wise, yeah. I'm like, just thinking no of point. like the what they do in the ring. All right, and Universal title match, Barry Corbin versus Seth Rollins. Um, Damn the, it, I said Corbin? Yeah, he said Corbin, but it was based off of the special guest referee. Oh, right, right. Lacey right. Evans. So, you know, Seth won. Gotcha. So, check off Seth. Also, I want you guys to uh, please make note that before we started the predictions, he said he thought I won this. I did. It doesn't look, it's not looking It's not looking well at all. At all. Uh, Special guests, we didn't get any of the bonus. I said Brock. You said Strowman. Nope. Lacey Evans. Okay. Story-wise, it made sense because it was somebody that Seth couldn't just go hit with a chair. Yep. Plus... She is partial against Seth Rollins because he is the boyfriend to Becky Lynch. Okay. So they actually tied it up a little bit, but now it's a winner takes all match coming up. And we'll talk about that stupidness later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that is Stompy Ground. So with Stompy Ground, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right. Trace got one, two, Three, four, four, right. Seven to four. Which means I win, but we haven't figured out a challenge yet. So, yes, we will need you guys to help us with this challenge and figure out the next pay-per-view, which is Extreme Rules. And when Hopefully is that? within a month, because two weeks is fucking annoying. Yeah. I, I truly, like, almost forgot. Like, Actually, I forgot about Raw and SmackDown this week. I watched the, the, the previews, like... The reviews. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually watch them. I was actually doing something else. Then 
uh, my brother came and he was like, oh, are you going to be watching? Are you watching wrestling? I was like, oh, yeah. Let me get back to wrestling. It's a lot going on. So, yeah, Stomping Grounds is a pay-per-view. It was all right. It was for a pay-per-view. It was all right. It was decent. Like, they had the Ricochet win, which wasn't up. Daniel Bryan, Heavy, heavy Machinery. Uh, Daniel, the Planeteers and Heavy Machinery had a wicked thing. Like, um, Otis from Heavy Machinery got to do was Hulk Hogan. Pump up. He got his beat down. Pump up, pump up. But he still lost in the end. But they made him look strong. Okay. Uh, Seth and Corbin outside. No. I don't really care. New Day, Owens and Zane. It was a good match. You know, they always do a good match. Tony Nese, uh Drew Gulak, and Akira Tozawa. Whatever. Um, they had the crowd actually into a 205 live match. People were into it. It's a kickoff yeah. show. Um, Bailey Alexa Bliss was dope. Nikki Cross got into it. Made Alexa Bliss lose. So then on Raw, no, on SmackDown, she fought against Bailey to win Alexa Bliss another title match, which she did. Weird. Nikki Cross can beat the champion. Okay. Uh, Reigns McIntyre. Too much Shane Mac for me to give a shit. Yeah, Ziggler. <clears throat> it's even worse now because you know the whole Undertaker thing. Yeah, that means more TV time for good old Shane O'Mac. So, yeah, it's incredible when when uh, he came back. The whole thing was, you know, we're here to make it about the wrestlers, not about us. Now it's all about it's him. It's all about him. It's, it's all about him. Uh, Remember, there was a time Sh- Shane didn't even want to come back to WWE. Shane came back and got one of the loudest pops I heard since probably Jeff Hardy. Remember when he came back, it was like no one expected him to come back. Like he was on his thing in China doing whatever um, the internet shit he was doing in China and he wasn't coming back. He didn't look back. Yeah. And then just, I guess around that time, that's when ratings was also going down at that time as well because that's why they brought Shane back and it pumped up everything. He was on SmackDown. People were happy to see him. But now he's just fucking on everything. Yeah. He really it's too much, too much. He really thinks he's like the best the best in the world. Speaking of the best in the world. Oh. Oh. So. Um Seth. Seth Rollins. No, no, we're not even at Seth Rollins. Because Seth Rollins creates a bigger conversation. Okay. So we're gonna run through the rest because the rest is pretty Cut and dry. Um, the 24-7 championship. <laughs> that shit is still rolling and probably the most entertainment thing on fucking WWE, which is crazy. Next to Bray Wyatt. Next to Bray Wyatt, but right now we Very have, close. Very close, yeah. I would say. Uh, so what happened <clears throat> since the last time you heard us, our truth lost to Drake Maverick, dressed up like Carmella. So then over the weekend, Drake Maverick was getting married. And not, as, a, not a good time to get married. After not at all. While wearing the belt. <laughs> after saying his I do, kissing his bride, walking back, Truth rolls him up, takes the belt. So Drake Maverick's all online, just upset. Bottles, bottles, just he's depressed, whatever, whatever. Then his wife leaves him. She opens up a Twitter. <laughs> She's like burning this guy, like bun him, like he he cares about this thing more than me, blah, 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 blah. So she leaves him. So then on, is it Raw? I believe Raw. Yeah. He goes to Truth. He's like, I ain't got no referee. I just, like, I want the love of my life back. The belt. Give me a chance. So he's like. Which, again, there's no upside to him having it. <laughs> so he gets, the, he gets the belt, and then, then what? <laughs> and then everybody attacks him. <laughs> 
<laughs> then he go, well, he goes on his honeymoon and he can't, he can't, he can't enjoy it. His wife will pin him. That'd be kind of funny. Um, but, um, yeah, so he goes, no, first he goes to him to go fight him, whatever, whatever. Truth gives him a match, beats him in like two seconds. No, actually, yeah, Truth gives him a match, beats him in two seconds. Is that on SmackDown or Raw? Shit, I think I mixed that up. Let me go to my notes, folks. They're pretty much the same show. Pretty much. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he cried on SmackDown. Jake Maverick cried on SmackDown. So that's what that was. So on Raw, um, Truth gets Jake Maverick, pins him. Uh, everybody out comes out the back. First person to pin Truth, Cedric Alexander. He has the belt. East 3 pins him. Gets his first championship on the... On the freaking roster, and Truth wins right back, knocks him out, gone. So, Truth is the you're the nine, one again. Your nine-time champion. Nine-time champion. Already. Uh, European TV champion, <laughs> as he says. But yeah, uh, this is one of the most entertaining things going on right yeah. now. They had Drake Maverick carving on SmackDown. This is dope. Yeah. I'm not mad at our truth. Like, it is a very unique program that they're running with that. But it's like the only program that continuously runs week to week. Like, you don't know what's coming next. And that's exactly what they need. Yeah. But they're not even following that. It's crazy. Yeah. But actually, the other thing, to segue, the other thing that they are actually doing right is the Bray Wyatt appearances. So now that the commercials have finished, there's no more Bray Wyatt commercials, promos. So now what they're doing is... Throughout the show, they're leaving little Easter eggs, cameos, whatever, throughout the show. So, on Raw, you saw Abby and Mercy the Buzzard. And then on SmackDown, Huskis and Rambling Rabbit. So, when do you think he's going to when he's gonna preview? Because last I heard was it was supposed to be Smack on Raw. If it wasn't this past... Yeah, it was this Monday because it was supposed to be right after the <clears throat> preview. So instead of him, we started getting these cameos. I think you're gonna get. Um, I think you're gonna get a little bit more of that before you see him in the ring. I mean, you're just getting small Easter eggs. Yeah. I think you're gonna start hearing things like um, "Yowie Wowie," lights go out, stuff like that. I think that's gonna lead up to like the Fiend pop. Yeah. Who do you think we'll see first, Bray Wyatt or the Fiend? The Fiend. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be very like a glimpse you know that makes sense I think so okay um another question well, um Abby she appeared behind the Miz Mercy the Buzzard appeared behind Kofi um Huskis appeared behind the Planet Tears and Ramblin' Ra Rabbit was behind Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville do you think there's an actual Connection? connection to those of why they're placed Possibly. behind these people possible um, you just don't know who's going to be his first target yeah there's no there's no way to tell who he's going after first that's true you know, it's not like he's going to get booked it's not like hey he's just going to be Bray Wyatt yeah. against somebody it's he's going to have a specific plan like I'm going after this person and here's why uh, you know they better not mess that up and not do that. Because that would be kind of dope. That would be really dope. So. Yeah. But yeah no, I, I thought looked. it was funny too when, when he did the tweets early in the promos. Where he was tweeting certain people like, 
Roman Reigns, can we be friends? Yeah, type apology of type uh, tweets. So that might that might be a thing where the the fiend isn't the first person we see. We might see Bray apologetic. Hey, I'm a different person. Um, mm. You know, there's a there's a couple different ways they can do this, and I just hope whatever they do, it's strategic. Yeah, definitely. You know? It has to be. A, there has to be a storyline behind it. Uh, there has to be. Like this actually goes segue. I'm, I'm working segways today. I'm pretty nice. Segway, like storyline. Let's go to the the big thing. Seth Rollins versus Will Osprey. Seth okay. Rollins says he is the number one wrestler <clears throat> in the world. WWE has the best wrestling. Period. This was after the cruiserweight match. Yep. He started going off. He was congratulating Ricochet. No. Uh, before that. Oh, okay. So when he first, when he first um, started saying like, "Yo, we have the best wrestling." Period. Yeah. He will. He was right after the cruiserweight match. So when he said that, um, um, Chris Jericho put a laughing face. Um, I can't remember if it's somebody from New Japan or somebody else did something else to mention, and then Will Osprey. Oh, after those two. That's when Seth goes, yo, I'm doubling down on this. Like, mm-hmm. if you just watch the Cruiserweight match, killed it. You know what I mean? Like, we have the best wrestling. Like, we have the best wrestling on TV, period. Yeah. And, uh... He's supposed to. Truthfully. He's the yes. champ. He's the face of the company right now. And he said, uh, let's talk about how many times he wrestled and named somebody alive that can match, like, what I do night for night. And then that's when Will Ospreay came and comes. And like, I'm still alive. Now... Got to be honest, I'm I'm a casual fan when it comes to wrestling. Never heard of dude. Well, Osprey, the biggest thing I've really heard, which a lot of wrestling nerds are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe that was like probably two years ago, was him against Ricochet. And they're the ones that were doing the flips in the ring back and forth, and then they land and looking at each other. Okay. And then they did something with wall culture, they're defiant wrestling or something. Okay. And that's when the ring, uh, the ropes broke. They okay. were doing their flips and the ropes broke. But so when, so when Will Osprey went off and said, "I'm still alive," and Seth's like, "Oh, it's okay, little guy. We already have a, a better one of you," and exactly. he just won the U.S. title. Shout out uh, Ricochet. Yeah. So he's like, "Don't don't come and talk." And then Osprey came back at him, and then he came. They're just going back and forth. Yeah. But it made me think of something. Um, with all this push of AEW, mm-hmm. and then WWE. Like, what is better? Like, what is truly better wrestling? Um, AEW has the pro wrestling going on, but I feel they don't really have storylines at this point. It's just wrestling. Okay. WWE is more so based on the storyline with some wrestling. Which is, to you, which do you feel is better? Um, I think WWE is... They've been here before. That's the good thing about them being company that's been here for decades and decades and decades they've seen the highs and lows right so you can say yeah AEW, they're really on the rise and they could they could present problems to wwe long term they're not proven right wwe has been the highest of heights they've seen the the very bottom the lows so i can see wwe especially now with the 24 7 champ um, and what you're seeing with Bray Wyatt and some new stars really like Ricochet making yeah. noise. I can see them making that turn back to where people are really invested in, in them. Sure. 
So, I don't know if right now is the time you want to be AEW or other promotions trying to go at WWE. Yeah. Because they might just really flex their power and take over shit again. Um, But if you're AEW, you want the competition. You want... You want to go at the like, biggest company. Yeah, they so. were smart enough not to go Monday night like yeah. WCW, right? Yeah. They made sure it was still a off night from from WWE so they can still prove themselves yeah. by themselves. Um, I think AEW, like outside when you think of double or nothing, outside of the matches that contain ex-WWE stars, nothing really stood out. And it's because they were from that system. Mm. So to me, I'm like, if they don't push that style all the way across the board... They're not going to touch WWE. They're just going to be pro wrestling. And you're going to have your hardcore fans, but casual fans aren't going to watch it. Casual fans might. They might. But I'm like, what's going to entice them to, you know, if there's no true storyline? Because that's what enticed people to WWE was the Attitude Era when shit storylines were all over the place. Yeah. Like, you have to have that story. Like, that Stone Cold Steve Austin goes into Brian Pillman's house with a gun. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's storylines. Like... And it's like, you look at WCW, the only real storyline they had was Goldberg Streak and NWO. Were we talking about um, the Nation of Domination and uh, DX and um, was it the Dudley? Heart Foundation? Oh, yeah, yeah the Heart with, Foundation. With the, with, the, um, with the prank that DX played on. Yeah, I tried to say it was the Heart Foundation. Yeah. It was some racist Were we talking shit. about that no, recently? Been, no, I feel like I was talking that. to somebody recently about that. <clears throat> but stuff like that really roped in people. Stuff like, you know, like you said, Austin and McMahon. You know, that that feud lasted long because it was... The story-driven. Yeah. Story, story, weekly, story. You wanted to You wanted to see what Stone Cold could get away with next. Exactly. So... I don't know. Like right now, when it comes indie versus WWE, I hear what they're saying indie wise, but I, I almost agree with Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, the best they product. do have the best product. Yeah. Period. Like you guys are brand new. You don't have the best. You haven't proven yourself. You're hot right now. Yeah. But we, we, we're gonna talk about this maybe five, ten years down the line, and then you guys can say that you guys are the best. You guys have the best wrestling. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite rappers, Pasta News, says it's not about being hot. It's it's about if you can handle being cold or not. That's you know? the that's the thing. Like they got to be able to see the lows. You know. Exactly. And, and what to do with that? <clears throat> now WF, that WWE's been there before. They're there right now when they're, they're still pushing. The, they've they've faced the the hot up and coming promotions before. So. I hope BC, um, ECW. <laughs> I hope AEW really um, gives them a run for their money because Hell yeah. there'll never be, let me not say that, we've never seen a time in wrestling since the Monday Night Wars. Right. There True. was nothing, there's nothing before or after that's made us segment to segment change the channel back and forth. Yeah. For a true. good two years. Uh, like... I'm skeptical of AEW, but I hope that they do wicked. Like I hope that yeah. like Cody brings that like Rhodes, like Rhodes mind into it. Like yeah, you know what I mean. And it just it just turns into a wicked show. If, but if there's anybody I have faith in in doing that, it's Cody because he's Cody. he's been in the different systems and exactly. he's a Rhodes exactly. or he's a Runnels, but he's a Rhodes. He's still a Rhodes, like he's Rhodes. But yeah, that's the biggest thing. I don't know. We'll see, but. Yeah. That's wrestling. That was wrestling. So now we're going to move on to our movies. 
Let me do our one, two, one, two, ten, yeah. One, two, one, two. <coughs> you know how we stay. But yeah. Um, so now, with movies, some pretty interesting trailers. Yeah, well, some really, like, random trailers. Yeah. I'm not sure if these things are in movies or not, but uh, we're going to go over, we'll try to go over all five of them. Which one do you want to hit first? Um, I liked, I liked the, um, I liked Night Hunter. Oh, okay. Uh, ben Kingsley is a really good actor. Um, so Henry Cavill is in that movie too. I'll break down, break down the, the trailer. So it's um, it's a guy who seems to be preying on predators. Mm. Right. So he's got a a young girl. They lure in these predators, and um, from what it implies, he kills them. Yeah. Um, and then his accomplice gets captured at some point by somebody who's like next level predatorial he's um he's got all types of different um personalities in his mind like he's somebody who was actually like it looks like he's in jail or he's in an institution right like he's there so it's like they're just trying to prove what he's done from what i surmise from the from the trailer um but it's this is a psychological thriller um suspense a little bit of horror i look forward to it this looks dope. And you're a person who doesn't like horror movies. Yep. And there was a couple of horror flicks in there that, that looked really interesting. The true. <clears throat> so. um, what I found with Night Hunter was the, we'll say the villain, that guy. It kind of reminded me of Glass. Yes. <clears throat> in the way that he had all these different uh, personalities. Man, he was a serial killer that kidnapped girls. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like the same thing, but his didn't know what what was doing right one of them one of his personalities did though oh he was like um if you do this whatever i'll tell you where she is so there was one personality in there that does know what he's done and uh where she is so but yeah no with that trailer it looked kind of crazy yeah so i don't know night hunter featuring i mean starring ben kinsley yeah keep your eyes tuned yeah um Next movie. Uh, what was Changeland again? Changeland was the, the, the one with RKO, with uh, Randy Orton. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> this movie, Changeland, is a Seth Green movie. Yep. Um, it looked like Seth Green was dating a girl. Um, fiance. A fiance. It was actually his fiance. He booked a trip to, was it Bahamas? I believe it was Bahamas. Yeah, he, he booked it a year in advance, like he was Vince McMahon. A year in advance, Bahamas. Uh, to find out that she was cheating on him the whole time. So yeah. he ends up going on a trip with his best friend, good friend. Yeah. And in this, he pretty much finds himself. Um, and he finds Rand Hewitt. Yeah, the biggest thing that popped to me was another wrestler in another movie. And and it's a proper movie, and not a, a WWE film. And it looks like a prominent, like not, not a prominent role, but a pretty big role still. Yeah. He's, he, he does a bit of voice work. Or they use some of his dialogue in the trailer. Yes, they do. I yeah. thought that was interesting. Um, he seems to be like the voice of reason, we'll say. The Somewhere. voice of, yeah, like 
he kind of opens this guy's eyes to Seth Green's character eyes that like there's a world outside of this like you just yeah. gotta be you do your thing whatever whatever it's like really one of those really romantic comedies so it's even crazier that Randy Orton's in this movie mm-hmm. and he's he's got great timing like yeah. there's certain wrestlers that it makes sense to see them in a movie yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. The Rock has great comedic timing uh, even Cena Cena's got great timing um, but Orton, Orton has the voice too. Yeah, like Orton could do stuff like that on a, on a regular basis. Like he definitely has a future post wrestling, um, doing this that doesn't involve the Marine. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, the Marine. But yeah, um, outside of Randy Orton, the Seth Green, it looks interesting. It's like it's date night, date night type shit. Yeah, and you'll see Randy Orton and be like, oh, cool, Randy Orton's in the movie. At least I can sit through this and see this guy try to like do his acting thing and be hey i'm proud of randy yeah probably go in there with an rko (laughs) t-shirt i would definitely go see that in the theaters yeah yeah okay so again that movie's called changeland seth green randy orton other people yeah check it out um another movie that popped out was um supervised supervised (laughs) so if you don't know what this is supervised this movie about a superhero retirement home. All these superheroes are old as fuck. <laughs> like, you know, like the stories about old people and like they can't hold their bladder or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Well, they can't hold their powers either. Yeah. So just a whole bunch of like old people hijinks. And it looks like that's just like how it starts. But then you start to find out that this... The person running the place. The person running the place actually really isn't helping them, but... I guess off the trailer, they pretty much told me she's siphoning off their powers to become the main, the one superhero of everything. Yeah. So just she's like an evil uh, rogue, I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, Concept-wise, what do you think of the concept? It's dope. I mean, we need a new spin on the superhero genre. Right. And we haven't seen anything like this, so yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I like it. I just like how like they keep. Like, they keep superhero genre, but they're like, what about this part? Like, how New Mutants is the horror part. Yeah. Or, like this, supervised, the old people. Like, they put superheroes in every situation, so it's not just action movie, action movie, action movie. There's actual storylines. I'm all about storylines. There's actual, like, I don't know. I like the, the differences. I like it because in in all the superhero movies we've seen, I don't care which one you pick. There's always a vulnerability. Yeah. You know, the superhero has all this power, but there's a vulnerability that leaves them weak in some aspect. Now you're looking at physically vulnerable superheroes, which is is a really dope concept. They're aged, you know? Even at the end when you see them doing like the slow-mo walk-up. They didn't have to do it in slow motion. Not you know, at all. It's a, <laughs> the walk was slow anyway. <laughs> the walk would have been slow anyways, but I think it's... Again, I think it's a dope take on the superhero genre and uh, something we haven't seen. So, yeah, it should be dope. I was not sure if it was going to theaters, but it better go to theaters. I would actually watch that in a movie theater. I wouldn't watch it in 3D because it's not that type of superhero movie. <laughs> I'll watch it in regular shit, but... I do want to see Doctor Strange 2 in theaters, which they're filming very soon. Can't um, wait to talk about that. I heard there was that. a leak of Black Widow as well. Oh, that's another one we forgot. Uh, did you see the new trailer for Spider-Man? Yeah, there's been a bunch. Uh, There's been a gang of them. The one I sent you was the one with the glasses. 
Uh, he puts on the glasses for Mysterio. Yeah, there's been a couple of them because uh, I don't know if we spoke about it before, but there's one where he's in a van or a bus and he puts the glasses on and he can see people's... Yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, like the their whole like, story, like text. That? Yeah, the text that yeah, they're yeah. writing out. But this one now, he's kind of bragging about like how he can use the, the glasses. Yeah. He's a little arrogant with it. He's like, yeah, yeah I can... Mysterio said, you still look stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you still look stupid with them. He's like, oh... But we saw a little bit more of the 3D printer. Um, oh, the suit. The suit. way he made the suit, yeah. Um, what else was there? A little bit more with him and MJ. MJ showing, breaking down how she figured it out. Yep. Um, actually, so I heard... It's not a leak. There's people who saw it already. So I'm not sure if this is a spoiler or not. End credits. Is end credits a spoiler? Yes, there's two end credits. Okay, there's two end credits. Do you know what they are? No, I'm not I gonna don't. say what they are. Okay, cool. But I heard what they are, and they help expand the Spider Verse and the like the Sony Spider Verse. Yes, there's a bit not of a the, crossover. Like, I think not like all the superheroes, but like there's a bit of crossover. Storyline right? Sony wise. Is that, that is that the one where they're possibly doing one with? Uh, um, previous uh uh garfield no 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 not but i heard about i heard no, no, yeah, that's yeah. possible they're, they're looking into that but it, it kind of doesn't make sense because andrew garfield's like 40 and like what's his name's like 50 so they're like eh. they could do it as in like an older spider-man like with tom they holland did, they did it in the the um the spider-man mo- into the spider-verse but it's different because those are cartoons so you can actually make them old yeah but- and they can still like the whole fighting flipping and all that stuff I think they could do it. But, um, yeah, so there's extension in the Spider, Spider-Man spider world, and then extension in the Phase Avengers four. world. Yeah. It gives you an idea. Like, the Avengers one, it's dope. Also, speaking of Avengers, it's been a, it's been a lot of segues today. Yeah. yeah. Um, you heard about the re-release? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Re-releases this weekend. So they've added seven additional minutes yeah um is it just the movie or the end previews that they added end credits so nothing added to the actual movie itself. okay no um so at the end of it they're going to there's seven extra minutes and did you hear about what it possibly could be i did but remind me it could be the scene that they took out from the original cut with uh, Tony speaking to Morgan Stark right, right. in the uh, soul, soul Realm when she's older. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, that that original scene, um, they showed it to people in the, the test screenings, and it confused a lot of people because they didn't really know who she, who she was supposed to be. I guess um, that's so weird. Like how like how didn't they just explain it like off the thing? He's looking at her like, oh my god, like yeah. And she's like, Daddy, it's me, it's Morgan. Yeah. And he's like, man, you're so big. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, you're so big. He's like, yeah, daddy, don't worry. You know what I mean? Because right if you said that, they would know. It's even like um, Ant-Man and Cassie. Yeah. Because when he gets to the door and you see her and... Oh, maybe you don't want to do the same thing twice. Possibly. Yeah. That but if you do put it in the movie, it makes sense because it's the same... With the same parallels, like yeah. parallel story right there, yeah. So... It makes sense, but I don't know. If it is, then I think that's I think it's cool now that everybody knows what they know after the movie's been out, after you've seen all the explanations. Yeah. You know, from director 
and uh, Marvel owner, you know, everybody's the screenwriters, everybody's kind of filling in the blanks and what was yeah, yeah. confusing to people. So if they do, then I think that's that'll be interesting. If not, I think that's even more cool. But you still have the Stanley tribute in there as well. Okay. And then they're gonna they're gonna have like little bits and pieces as to what's gonna happen in Phase Four, and that's mm. what I'm looking for the most. So nice. So you're getting a nice little bit of extra uh, footage, and you know the whole real reason they want to put this. Yeah, out. they're trying to get Avatar the fuck out of here, <laughs> all the way up. That's hilarious. Like we're gonna add a little more, re-release it, get the number one, number one most gross movie, whatever. I thought it was. Avatar. I thought it was interesting at first, where people might be like, "Oh, that's kind of corny that they're doing that." Apparently, Avatar re-released. They did it to do that. They did it after, but they did it a year after to boost the numbers. That makes sense, though. So, I think Avatar did come out twice, if I remember, like. Yeah, Avatar was a dope movie when it first came out. Though that shit was crazy. So, yeah. Endgame, going up against that, that's that's a good look. And James Cameron, he's already had to. He, he don't care, man. It's he's, like winning a world record. Like it he, gets broken someday. He had Titanic, and then he had Avatar. So like, no man sitting on like, <clears throat> He's not even worried about this shit. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and then, what's the last one? Oh, the one that you liked. The Art of Self-Defense. Um, so what's the kid's name again? I'm trying to remember his name. He was in... He's Lex Luthor. He, he played Lex Luthor. Before that, he did um, The Social Network. Oh, what the hell is his name? Um, oh, explain it, and I'll find his name. Yeah, so it's, it's a guy who's really timid. He's kind of afraid of everything and everyone. And he wants to um, he wants to tackle that, so he takes up uh, karate or martial arts. And All right. Then, His name is Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. All right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a dark comedy. Um, it's just him kind of getting over his fear and and trying to protect himself. So it looks it looks funny. It looks a little, you know, off the rails. But what's the part like? the end of the trailer does it turn out to like he's going up against his his master so to say uh, yeah he challenges him to a fight yeah yeah I like that I like I, I like the tone of the movie and that's that might not be a movie I would see in the theaters unless it's like a date night oh, okay. flick but it's definitely something that if I'm home it's on Netflix you can relax and watch it. I'm re- relaxing and watching that. Yeah. Mm. You know, might have to give myself a vape pen and, and watch it. <laughs> Sit down. You know? Vape pens are dangerous. Don't let it fool you. You heard about the one that exploded in the guy's mouth? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad for him. But imagine? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm thinking about this guy's mouth just myself. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, the artist have to end up crazy. It looked decent. It's like he's meant to play those roles, like the uh, underdog, the kind of the kid awkward. that's getting Yeah. Yeah. Then he comes back and does he become a killer? Like that's what I want to figure out. Does he become a killer or something like that? He could turn into the extreme opposite of who he was. And um, you know what it kind of reminded me of? Um, <clears throat> Breaking Bad. The dude, you know, 
in the very first and, yeah. and I'm no breaking bad expert, but just watching the first couple of episodes and then seeing who he was at the end by the end, you know. It's that change. Yeah. Heisenberg. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh no, already self defense. Looks alright. Yeah. I yeah, I wouldn't go to the theater for it, but I would still watch it. Might like scroll through Netflix and be like, Oh shit. This movie, let's watch this. Yeah. That's 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 the type of movie it is. But yeah. Uh, any other movies? Um I'm trying to think what else we saw on that on that reel. Uh there was the We oh. spoke about Terminator, right? Yeah. No, did we <clears throat> last week? I know we talked about Rambo. <laughs> we talked about Terminator. I forgot we watched that. Terminator brought back all the oldies. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's her name? Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Freaking uh, Arnold. When I saw Arnold, it made me question. I was like, so Terminators can grow old? Yeah, because he's like almost fully gray in the... Yeah, but he's a robot. Yeah, I know. So how's he gray and wrinkled? Uh, maybe they'll explain that. That's some wicked technology straight. Maybe they'll explain that. We don't know. But I always find Terminator movies always look nuts. Like, they always look crazy dope to watch. Like, between the, the song the special, they used. Yes. That would that to me was like perfect. Oh, that song they used, and then she steps out and just starts blasting everything. I was like, yo. Even I was like, yo, Sarah Connor's back. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I gave a shit then. Like, yeah. Never got into the Terminator flicks, but it looks good. It looks, it looked all right it looks visually appealing. But I, I don't know if I would even watch it at home. It was never Terminator was never my thing. I watched probably the first two. Terminator never two. Got it, never got dope. into them. I rocked with Terminator two, but then after that, I was just like, I'm done. Like, I think I watched the Genesis one with the guy from Avatar. Okay. And I was just like, meh, it wasn't that good. Which one was the really bad one? Was it Salvation? The one with um. Maybe that's the one I'm talking about. Then it was the, the guy with Avatar in it. That was just it was it wasn't good. No, uh, Christian Bale was in it. I think was that the same one. The one where he cussed out the, uh, they had audio of him cussing out one of the people. Where, oh yeah, yeah. Was that the that same was one? Terminator. That wasn't. I don't think that was. Um, so there was Terminator, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Am I thinking of the same movie? Terminator Three, Rise of the, I guess. Yeah, Terminator Salvation. Yeah, you're right. So Salvation was one, and Genesis was the other. So I was talking about Genesis. Okay. You're talking about Salvation, but yeah, yeah. Salvation was the one Christian Bale. The infamous yeah. audio clip. Get the fuck on my eye line. Why would you go in my eye line? <laughs> like, bro, like, <laughs> that's first world problems, bro. Like, you're screaming <clears throat> over somebody walking through your eye line. Like, it is. Come but on, like, he's also a very uh, serious actor. I understand, but come on, like, calm down. Hey. To scream like that? Bro. That's like saying if somebody came and blocked you in a Miami basketball, you're going to trip. Oh, one more trailer. What is it called? Did you watch it with the softcore porn? Yes. So was, I thought that was. I found it funny. <clears throat> it was like okay. So basis of the trailer is, it's um a who done it, in a softcore porn thing. So it's yeah. just like a house full of, like I guess people who produce softcore porn and act in softcore porn, and somebody dies and they're trying to figure out who did it, and I just found it funny. It looked kind of it looked hilarious to me. I felt like I was waiting for something to happen in that trailer that didn't happen. That makes sense, yeah. And I was just kind of like, okay. It's like listening to a joke and waiting for the punchline. 
and I felt like they, I felt like there was something missing in the trailer. I don't know what it was, but I can see that because with the trailer itself, it was just like maybe I was waiting for it to take a serious turn, and it didn't. Yeah, maybe that. And it was just all was. jokey joke all through the whole yeah. thing where you were couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't really tell if it was a game. Or if there was a part of the whatever show or, they were doing. Yeah. Or if that was just the style of right. the movie. So. Oh, the porn they were doing. Oh, there was also the... Um, oh, did you want to... Oh, okay. I was going to say the one that was based on The Shining. Yes, Dr. Sleep. Yeah. I was never big into The Shining. Neither was I. So when I seen it, I was like, it's cool. It's an actual book. It's an actual Stephen King book. It's, uh, it is the sequel to The Shining. Okay. So... Basically, from what I know, is the guy in the movie, it's Ewan, 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 whatever, I think his name. Anyways, that guy, the actor, he is supposedly the kid in the future. So the kid from The Shining, he's grown up now, and he's a doctor, and he keeps finding other people who have the same power. Okay. So, I think there's like Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Uh, I think there's a hunt for people with that power. So... Uh, he finds a girl with that power. She finds it's like, it's cool. He's trying to tell her, I call it the shining. Like, and she thinks it's a gift. And I think it's just him pretty much trying to keep that girl away from him. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Let me pull up the synopsis. But, yeah. Uh, struggling with alcoholism. Dan Torrance remains traumatized by the sinister events that occurred at the Overlook Hotel when he was a child. His hope for a peaceful existence soon becomes shattered when he meets Abra, a teen who shares his extrasensory gift of the shine. Together, they form an unlikely battle to battle the unlikely alliance to battle the true knot, a cult whose members try to feed off the shine of innocence to become immortal. Okay. So. Looked yeah. interesting. It looked alright. And I like how it's like the shining was based in this hotel. Yeah. And then they're creating the world of it. Mm-hmm. It's not just in here. Now it's outside the world. There's other people. You yeah. can thank Marvel. Like everybody wants to do a universe now. Yeah. So much, so much of what happens now is world building. All of it. And um, I think it's. I think that's the best way to go about taking old movies, old scripts, and giving them new life. It's as true. opposed to just adapting them. Readapting because then you, it's always compared to the old one. Yeah. Like oh, it's not exactly like it. Yeah. Kind of like Jumanji. Like, I was okay with the new one. I know. I don't know where Jumanji. <laughs> but I was alright with the new one. Like, video game, okay, okay, okay. It's a board game. Yes, I know. Kids don't play board games, but fuck it. Reintroduce them to board games. Yeah, I'm just saying. <sighs> but yeah. But I'm old and washed. I'm in bed by 8 p.m. So, like, Jumanji's gonna get serious with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but alright, so that is the movie section. Uh, we're going to get into our live as usual. Now, where can they find that at? Uh, follow us on live. Make sure you go on our Instagram, Shot Club Podcast. Um, if you want to see the video or you want to see just quick clips of everything we talk about, go to shotclubpodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified. And if you want to listen to the full podcast, Spotify. beginning to the end, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just look for... The casual fan, and also welcome to the shot club. We'll catch them both. Uh, welcome to shot club. We just put up the one with the real cabbie. Mm-hmm. Dope episode. Very very dope. So check that out too. So yeah, let's get into our live. Are we doing live? Yep. Um, I'm gonna live off of um the other thing too, Facebook. Okay.
Oh, that's a nice conversation piece right there. So, there was this, um, on Facebook, I saw this article based on Canada. And it says that Canada is actually more racist than the, U than the U.S. Oh, that's a cop-out. Uh, let me see who actually made this. So this was shared on MontrealBlog.com. It says, study proves Canada is actually more racist than the United States. So, let me just go. Researchers came to the conclusion after analyzing data from 97 different field experiments in Sweden, Norway, Belgium, France, Netherlands, Germany, England, the United States, and Canada. Racial discrimination levels were the highest in France and Sweden. Uh, discriminatory hiring practices, in fact, were found to be significant and pervasive in every country researched. Wow, every country. Research say to keep in mind that the nine country studies were the only ones that matched the outlined criteria for, to, for inquiry. To be included, countries needed to have at least three completed in-depth field experiments about discriminatory hiring. The study notes that France has the highest discrimination rates, followed by Sweden. They found smaller differences between Great Britain, Canada, Belgium, the Netherlands, Norway, United States, and Germany. Um, they collected data from over 200,000 fictitious job applications categorized each by, vis by visible minorities and white-sounding names. Shockingly, Canada discriminates 11% 11, 11 more than the U.S. does. Researchers also note that the countries studied are under inquiry because they impl implement the most proactive anti-discrimination hiring laws. This means that even though the numbers indicate one thing, the reality could, totally, could be totally different. Uh, it would be a tough sell for most Canadians, but the numbers indicate that we have more than a few discrimination problems to deal with. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Another thing, in fact, critics are quick to point out that discrimination in Canada happens at a higher level due to people's association with, an, with ethnic, ethnicity, ethnicity in a workplace. Despite a possible skew in the numbers, Canada still has a lot of work to do. Interesting. So, okay. Canada seems to be Oh, I thought I was already alive. But yeah, Canada seems to be more racist than the United States. Now, do you believe that is true? I wouldn't be surprised. Our racism out here is... It's very... Uh, covert. You know? In the States, they're a little bit more direct with it. I want to say a little bit more. They're definitely more direct with it. Way more direct with it. So, <clears throat> not surprised. Especially with the fact that, uh, what up, Stratus? Especially with the fact that the laws, what the anti-discriminatory anti laws, uh, in place, and then you see the results of the survey. So, we good, Stratus? How you doing? It's another casual fan Wednesday. Don't mind me, I'm just trying to post some time, uh, some things, same things. What you drinking on? You can't see what, what, what going on upon the table, you see me?
focus. Focus. Where are the beverages? I'm trying some new shit. It's called uh, Mad Jack. It's hard tropical punch. How is it? It's all right. Yeah. It's not bad. It's something that if you drink it, has to be very. This man said I got water. What the hell's wrong with you, bro? About <laughs> <laughs> water. What up, Siren? So, yeah, no, it's all right. It's something that you need that is very, very, you know, has to be very cold when you have it. Okay. If it's warm, it's not a good look. Was that one warm? It was mid, midway, you know, like the, like the, the carnival that comes down at Albion Mall, you know? <laughs> Where'd you get that Yo, one? what up, Patrick? What up, Laura? Stop drinking those sugars, though. Trust me, bro. Bro, I can feel it in my belly. Like, I gotta show everybody. Clarissa, what up? What up, Clarissa? You got that from the LC? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, the beer store. Oh, the beer store. The okay. beer store. Okay. Yo, good looking out, Clarissa. Thank but you, yeah. Clarissa. Appreciate it. So, we've been talking about... I just shared this article on Facebook. I don't know if you guys seen it, but in that article, we, it talks about that Canada is more racist than than the U.S., which is crazy to hear, but... Acting. What up, Neil? But at the same time, it... Subdynamic. It makes sense. It does. Like, the way that Canada works, we all know. Circle oh, what up, Neil? What's up? But, yeah. The uh, way Canada works, it seems more covert. Yeah. With their, I guess, racism. It's what it is, but... It's just really weird that in a place that they call is the, like, the nicest place yeah. ever... Like everybody's nice. That people are just used to being greeted when they come to Canada. They're used to you know people saying hello, right? Or you know, sorry, I stepped on your sneakers or something like that. So they um they really equate that with us being what up, Circa Beats? That much nice, that that much nicer. Yeah, it's just man. What's up, Neil? What up, Sylvie? What up, Good Jay? Good. What up, B? But yeah. So, what do you guys think? Do you what do you guys think? Do you find Canada to be... Well, who has actually traveled over to the U.S.? And if you have traveled over to the U.S., can you actually compare? Is Canada more racist? Is U.S. more racist? I, myself, feel the U.S. is more racist. Truly. I think so. Like, I've lived in Sudbury, where it's like white town. And I'm like the only black guy. And things I hear people say in the States... It's not even close to what I've been through. Like, not even close to what I've been through. But when I lived in the States, I went to school there for four or for five years. What's up, Brittany? I could feel the segregation. Like, if I'm talking to the white girls, white guys are looking at her funny. White girls are looking at her funny. Black girls are looking at me funny. Black guys are looking at me like, yo, put me in, but put me in on the low. Don't let nobody know. So it's like weird just to see that. Yeah. Circle Beats, he says, U.S. more racist, I'd say. Yeah, like, it just, I don't know, led by the biggest bigot, Trump. I think Trump is the personification of America. Yeah, I think he's, he's the perfect president for them. He's, he's the, he really speaks for so many people, so I get it. But, yeah, this shit is crazy. This shit is uh, a whole other thing. But, yeah, um, outside of that. Um, who has seen the new trailer for the Meek Mill document, Meek Mill documentary? Which actually kind of ties into it. Well, Ashley. Oh, hold on. Neil, I think the U.S. is more open about the racism. Yeah. Canadians seem to hide it, but it's out there. That's true. Yeah. 
that's one thing like a Canadian won't fuck with you based on race but they won't tell you that they'll just ignore you and ignore you and ignore you as much as they can Circobeat says or it's just on media more in the states maybe exactly. they, the, the American media they are definitely over about their uh, but their stance another thing even if they don't want to you know make it sound like they're racist they, yeah. that's the, they, their stance is come out racist yeah, yeah. Another one that actually is the question. Um, when they're talking about racism, are they talking about against black people? Or do you mean just in general? Because anybody that with the US, it's more black and white. Canada, it's more uh, native and white mm-hmm. than it is black and white, than it is brown and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So if you compare the racism to natives, to the natives, to white in uh, Canada, to black to white in America, they might be close. Yeah. It might be close. Clarissa says, I've traveled to the States, but I haven't visited long enough to experience racism in the US, but I have experienced it in Canada growing up. Right, from grade two. See? And your background, you're native. So that, that hits to what I'm saying, like, and actually, Neil wants to know, how's the wine? The wine is fine, my friend. This is called The Casual Fan, AKA Wine Wednesday. Yeah. What up, Mo? What up, uh, DJ Bailon? What up, what up, what up? They're not there. Oh, I thought you were just saying no. to them. I was looking at like, Wine yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little shot club inside joke. If they would call it White Wine Wednesday. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but yeah, back to like, well, saying Canada's more against natives. Miss Sweets. America is so. more against black people. So. It's all about who you're talking about. Which whose racism are you talking about? Are you talking if it's black, black compared to two? It's not comparable. It's not as much. Yeah. But if it's just anybody, where's Dave? Dave's working out. Dave's working out. He's got to run. He's got a basketball, a big basketball game coming soon. Steph. What up, Steph? Steph, what up? That's good. But yeah. Hot TV. What's happening? You know what's funny? What's that? We've had more people join and be interactive this week um, than over the past couple of weeks. We were actually wondering if we could, we should continue doing, um, doing the lives, the live portion, because we we do two edited scenes before this, right? And then we go live. Um, but the last couple of weeks, we haven't had a lot of people um, join in. So thank you guys for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for. Being interactive with us. Uh, Neil said, I've heard reports that racism on the, is on the rise against all. I believe it. Patrick says, I believe it. Honestly, I'm pushing 40. I went to Oakwood Collegiate, grew up in Toronto, spent my adulthood in Sudbury. I'm hearing I'm hearing what, what you, you say, say about the black, black versus white, white or brown, brown versus white. Yeah. Yes. But it's fucked because the states go hard on all that too. Uh, but yeah, just like Neil said, the states, they're in your face with it. Yeah. And in a way, I prefer that. Yeah. I prefer you like do it know, in my face. I like to know where you stand as, like, a, as a person. They let you know, what up, Bri? But they let you know right away, like, I don't like you. Compared to a few I've met in Canada, you learn afterwards. Yeah. They don't like you. Or, like, there was one time, I remember back in my day, back in high school. Nico, what's up? There was this guy I was really cool with. And we were cool, like, hang out all the time. But then I started hanging out with a girl that he liked. 
And then all of a sudden, he kept talking like, yo, why are you always hanging out with those black guys? Yo, black guys always think they're cool. They think they're this. They think they're that. And he'll just hate and hate and hate and just because of black. It had nothing to do with Chez. Yeah. Had everything to do with I was black. But outside of those girls, we were friends. So it was just, it was crazy to me. What up, Nika? Being 100, no fake shit. Straight up. But yeah, so. But I don't know. Have you guys seen the trailer for the Meek Mill doc? Because it looks interesting. Clarissa, you guys should keep this up because it's an open discussion about real life situation. People need more discussion like this. Let's sell. Nah. We appreciate it. We just we just want to see if people are joining in and, and being Actually, active. no. The guy wasn't from LaSalle. He was from Notre Dame. All French. No, Patrick. No, it had to do all... No, it had all to do with Chez. And he had no other ammo. But then that's another thing, too. If you have no ammo, why is that always the way you go? Like, that doesn't make sense. What up, cuz? But yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. As long as you tune in, Miss Sweets. What up, Susan? But yeah. Like, that's why, like, for the past, we'll say the start of the year, I've tried not to push racism or whatever, whatever type shit on Facebook. Because it actually makes, it fucking triggers people. Yeah. It really triggers people a friggin' lot. It's pretty nuts. But actually, let's go to the Meek Mill documentary. There's a Netflix stream, right? Uh, Amazon no, Prime. Amazon Prime, sorry. So if you don't know Meek Mill is, is rapper. Because people go into bitch right. mode. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me see. Uh, keep running because people go into bitch mode. <laughs> funny. Uh, Sue said, just here enjoying the evening. That's what's up. Not mad. But yeah, so the Meek Mill documentary is just pretty much what he went through. Mm -hmm. uh, with the whole jail thing. How he was arrested as a kid and on fucking probation for 11 years. Which makes yeah. no sense. It's, it's on... It really has to do with him being about um, prison reform. Yeah. Like, it's not like Meek Mill, the uh, the rapper, his rise to fame, all that. It's more on, from what I'm seeing, it's more on what up, Droopy? him being involved in uh, uh, the laws for prison reform. Yeah. So Actually, it makes me think, sorry to get off that already. Um, it makes me think of that show, When They See Us. We talked about it last week. Yeah. I still haven't finished it. Yeah, I've got one more episode to go still. I feel like, just here, brother. I feel like with um, this Meek Mill thing, it's almost the same way I feel about when they see us. Mm -hmm. It's not meant for black people to watch. Like, I feel like it gives black people PTSD watching shit like that. Yeah. Because when they see us, like, there's so many people that you know with that story behind it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. and it's. It's sad. It's a sad, it's sad story. And to watch, like, when, when they see us, what really killed me was to watch them beat down these kids into saying yeah. what they wanted them to say. And it's like... A lot of kids that didn't have representation. They have representation. Knowledge, knowledge of the system. Uh, you know, like... It's, they didn't know if they can call their parents. Parents, they didn't know parents they can, without knowledge of the system. So it's, you know... Time for good to know. Perhaps I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah man. But... Sweet, sweet. My bad. No worries. No, no worries. But yeah, when I like uh, back to the Meek Mill thing, that's how I feel about the Meek Mill. Like, we know that storyline. Like, yeah. we know that storyline. It fucking sucks. Uh, racial baiting through media is way too common now. Yeah. That too. Like, 
Yeah, especially for and what they do it for, which is not just ratings, but social media. Social media to cause an uproar, to cause a fight, to get this argument, that argument. Like yeah. the Iverson documentary on Netflix is a good one. Creep. Crazy what he went through, getting thrown in jail as a kid basically for nothing, and that was a hundred percent race related. Oh yeah, his story. Was, his story was um, like before he got to the league. Uh, just that incident at the bowling in high school. Yeah. Like, have you seen a documentary? I've seen that one. That's a really dope one. No, but I've seen, I've seen, um, I've seen specials or, or other things on his story where they get into the whole incident at the bowling alley and all that. So the documentary, they break it down. It's like, um, he just wins like cities or the states or yeah. whatever. <coughs> State championship. Goes out. I think next day they go bowling. Fight breaks out. No, he's over there. These two white guys are in his face, whatever, whatever. But they're from a uh, town that doesn't like black guys. Yeah. So they're talking shit to him. His friends run up. If you watch the video, you see Iverson in the corner. He ducks out while everything's going on. But because he was the only noticeable face... That's who they wanted to pin They chose him. They said he did everything, and he went to jail for that shit. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Like, if it wasn't for somebody like a John Thompson... We wouldn't have an Iverson right now. Yeah. But then, that story is forever. Like, yeah. that's the crazy part. Don't get David started with this shit. What? Um, how did this start again? Uh, we we're talking about the Meek documentary. The Meek Mill documentary. And then when they see us and all that shit. And how, like... I don't think it's for us. Oh, and when they see us, I don't think it's for black people to watch. Stratus. The Meek Mill documentary, I don't think it's for black people to watch. I haven't seen the Meek Mill documentary. No, it, it's not even no, the, the trailer. trailer. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You don't think when they see us is, is for us? No. You don't think it's for some of us? A good 50, 70, 60% of us? Uh, I'd give it less. Susan says, imagine how Canada I'd has just less. recently addressed because the segregation in prison, which was used in excess of two weeks. But how can I? <laughs> Canada is just yeah. Canada is getting their skirt pulled up right now. They're getting their skirt pulled up yep. and they're showing they're that be, they have yeah. like bologna, like bologna sandwich down there. Yeah, like um, someone brought up <laughs> someone brought up the fact that Nikki's getting married, right? Okay. And, and her man's a, a registered sex offender. Right. The man was accused and charged at the age of fifteen. Yeah. Back in them days, back around the same time the Central Park Five was charged. Hold on, sorry, sorry, Stratus. No, it's it's not the same thing with the Shot Club. This no, is, he started hearing the alarm. Hear the, He's like, the drink. The <laughs> it's not the same show. Not the same show. And this man's drinking water. Yeah, let me stop right there. Uh, so Patrick's like, what is the documentary covering? So the Meek Mill documentary is pretty much, um. Covering what happened with him with his court case. So, so if you heard, he was on probation for 11 years. He got arrested again. And that's what, the last time he went to jail, he got arrested for popping a wheelie. Which, being on probation for 11 fucking years, bro. Yeah. That's first. That's the first mistake. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Who's your lawyer? Like the original charges in Musevic before that. Like the original charges was when he was like a kid. He got right. busted for like... Um, and he's like when he's 18 or some shit. Yeah. Right along, and you're what's on, up? And you're on... And you're on um, and you're on probation for 11 years after you served like four or five years in the bin. Yeah. Like, how much of your life do they have? Do they want from you? Miss Sweet says. But it was the judge the whole time. Of course it was. The Ms. judge. They said 
the issue with the judge was the judge wanted him to sign to a label that she was connected to, and he said no. So from there, she just shit on his life, like everything. Miss Sweet says you better put some vodka in your water. No. Um, they and the lawyer couldn't get another judge. Like they real see, see a pattern and can't get. She was judge. the judge for how long? She was the judge. I know. As much as they're trying to get her off, they they still to this day can't get her off it. No, no, not get her off whatever. But I thought they got. I'm a new sure judge you could get. A, I'm sure I don't you think can, they got. She's still trying to get at him. I'm sure you can file appeals that this that there's bias and this judge cannot be. That's what they were doing, and his bail kept. She kept revoking his bail. They kept doing everything like. So that's why this whole story is there. Yeah. It's all about Meek Mill and the whole prison reform and everything he had to go through. And truly, like every other story, to me, it's PTSD for black people. Because mm-hmm. it's like, says, we know this story, we hear this story all what the time. And it's, it's just... A- but, not a, but a lot of us hear the stories and still don't believe it. We hear the stories and they still side on the other side because they think we're either bullshitting, we're exaggerating this doesn't happen to whatever like my my own brother told me some shit he's like oh that shit happens to you all the time it never happened to me okay good it's never happened to you count your blessings. that's me it happen, it happens. i can say me it it's never happened to me but it Truth happens say, to a actually, lot of people actually one right? time just because it doesn't happen to me doesn't mean it's not happening to other people exactly yeah. actually one time i can say i knew a cop was really profiling me one time oh wasn't it time i that came we're, back we were we we're at my building <laughs> Oh, the one that watching us? <laughs> Asking to see our hands? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Susan says, I've talked personally with federal prisoners who believe they are used as trigger men for the government institutionalized for life. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, Sean, what's up? Oh, Al Morgan's Alan, here. what's up? If anybody has a story about this, it's Al. So what up, Al? What up, Sean? Uh, so who made the music vid call? Who showed the police the violation of probation? It wasn't even the police. I think the the judge. Oh, I forget who saw it, honestly. But she saw the video and saw that he was popping a wheelie, sent him back to jail. And talk to my brother. The only reason it was against the law yeah. that he was popping the wheelie it was because he was on the road, and his bike didn't have a mirror. Oh yeah, because it didn't have a side mirror. It's not, it's not street legal. Exactly. So he's riding a dirt bike. So all he had to do, if it had a side mirror, it wouldn't even be a conversation. No. Because he's riding like a dirt bike, so he's on the road. It's not a street illegal vehicle, so she got him on, on riding. She that not know what? The lawyers suck, bro. Because she still shouldn't have been able to get him on that. It's a U.S. case. Yeah. They should, uh, they Philadelphia. They still shouldn't have been able to get him on that because it's still it's still a recreational vehicle. But she did what she did, right? But yeah, my story. So the one time I was profiled, I came back from the states. Oh. Our time is up, but let me finish. So I came back from the states, and, um, and that is not a shot ding either. I was in a uh, Impala. I was right. in an Impala. I rented Impala, drove up to Sudbury. Nine to ten years of straight BS from the greatest Sudbury police services. Yeah. So I go, I pick up my friend. It's Wesley, late night. What up? Late night. We just leave a friend's house. Yeah. So there's a stop sign where it comes up to a, like a hill, and the stop sign's at the top. So when I get to the stop sign, a police gets to the other side, the stop sign. I look at my friend. I go, we're getting pulled over. I've done the same, I've done the same <laughs> shit multiple fucking I look times. dead at him. I said, we're getting pulled over. I said, what's speed limit? He's like, I'm not sure. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go 50. Dead 50. Because most times when you're in the city, it says if you don't see signs, go 50. 50. So you should, cool. You're actually going 50. I'm going 50. You're actually going 40. 
So as I'm going, I get through the light and then there's a turn. Uh, I say the turn is probably like a kilometer up. I get that turn, whoop, 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 lights are on. The car I'm in, again, is a rental, so it's empty, like empty, clean. I already took my bag and put it in the house. So, Phil, what's up? I grab my cell phone. First one I call is my mother. What's, what's happening? So, I call her, I said, yo, I just got pulled over. And she was like, for what? I said, nothing. Nothing, but we pull over. So she was like, okay, just chill, whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I put the phone down on my lap. And then he comes and he's like, what does he ask me? He's like, oh, where are you coming from? Cassie, what's up? I said, my friend's house. He's like, oh, your friend's house? You have American plates. Where are you coming from? I said, are you going to tell me what you pulled me over for? He's like, um... Oh, I pulled you over because you were speeding. And I looked at him, I said, you see, you fucked up. Because... You know you done fucked up, right? Because I told my friend right now that when I saw you at the stop sign, you were going to pull me over. So I told him, I'm going to go speed limit because I know you're going to pull me over. And you pulled me over. Just because you lied, I'm not answering any of your questions. I'm not answering any of your questions. While I'm doing this, I can hear my mom screaming like, shut up, shut <laughs> up, shut up. He's going to kill you. Shut up. <laughs> Did the cop hear that? No, he couldn't hear what's going on here. So he goes back to his car. Then he comes back and he was like, well, I should give you a ticket, but where are you coming from? I said, I'm not telling you anything no more. I'm not telling you anything because you lied. You lied. So I know you pulled me over just because I'm black, bro. Facts. And so he's sitting there getting heated, like, so, and so as that happens, my friend picks up the phone off my lap and goes, yeah, mom, he pulled this up for, for nothing. So he looks and he noticed how he picked it off my lap. So he was like, shit, the shit was on the whole time. He's like, you know what? Just get out of here. Yeah. I said, all right, I'm gone. Yeah. And I'll be doing speed limit the whole way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she same, was thing so I, pissed. same thing. I was at a stoplight, picked up my boy, Spanish shoot, both have do rags on. We're in a sports car. I'm at the light, <coughs> light's red, cop pulls up to the opposite side of the light, I'm in the left turning lane, and I see the cop, I look at him, I'm like, get ready for a stop, I'm going to break it down for you how it's going to go, we're going to make the left because we got the advanced green, as soon as the light turns green for them, he's going to make a U-turn, he's going to bust around and catch, try and catch me, I'm going to make sure he catches me because I'm going to stop at the light, if it's green or not, red or not, I'm stopping at the next light at the top of the hill, that's exactly what I did, stopped at the light, waited, he pulls up behind me, I waited for him to stop. And as soon as he stopped, I looked at the light still green. I pulled across the light. He was, as soon as I pulled away, he pulls, he puts the siren on. Same thing. What you stopped me for? Uh, your, your tags expired. Wrong. It's not. Tags were, tags were renewed in June. It's not expired. <coughs> Can I see your license? Sure, why not? Comes back an hour and a half later. So what are you doing in the side of the city? You live in Brampton. So wait, yeah. hour and a half later. He sat there for Yo, an hour and a half. I'd be so vexed if he sat there an hour and a half hour later. Hour and a half later. He goes, "You live in Brampton." I go, "So I can't come to Mississauga." Is that what you're saying? You have a problem with me being in Mississauga? Is this a white-only side of the city? Right. And it, and my boys looked looking at me like, "Guy, what are you?" What, He's like, "Shut, shut the fuck up." up. Right. I'm like, "Can I get my license back, please?" He's like, "Oh, your license is suspended." I go, "Is it?" Would you like me to follow you to the pre to the precinct so you can, you can explain why my license is suspended? He goes, "Fuck off here, take it and go." <laughs> so he did that for an hour and a half. What was he hour having his lunch? 
I don't know what the fuck he's doing, bro. I was just sitting there chilling. He's putting his picture through the weather card. The system trying to catch him. Trying to catch you on something. Kind of look like this guy. Miss Sweet says I was in, I was in prison at it one year. So when it comes to present stuff, I understand. Plus being with someone who was on the inside back in the day as well. Yeah. What up, Wesley? <clears throat> I'm telling you, man. DJ Chino, four twenty. What's up? But look, even what's it called? Um, Alain, zero evidence ever. Every time, zero yeah. witnesses. Always the nonsense intro of cause of disturbance. Then more nonsense claims, all unsubstantiated and uncorroborated. I can't speak English no more. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smoking, sir? <laughs> and Sue, Suzanne is like, it's not illegal unless you get caught. <laughs> it's true. Right. It's true. Hey, what like um, um, Mo's boy, the lawyer, what do you say? If you're going to get caught with a crime, never get caught oh. with more than two? Yeah. No, sorry, never get caught with two at a time? Never get caught two at a time. So yeah. only one. If you have drugs in the car, make sure you have your seatbelt on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? like, so they never do two on you. So they can never yeah. stack the shit. Um, Al says, how about you match the description of <laughs> who I look like, the rare few that Again, have a resemblance? That's what happened when Chesa came to drop off CDs for me. Yeah. He pulls up in the back. And he's like, oh, I'm here. I'm out in the front. He's in the, he's in the parking lot right at the back of the building. So I'm like, all right, I'll be there in a second. And I'm walking down the street and I see the cops. Sherry, what's up? On the opposite side, facing me. So I'm walking north, they're facing south. I walk to the, to the building um, driveway, walk into the back. I see Chad and Chad, they're sitting there talking. All of a sudden the cops roll into the, into the parking lot, saying, oh, what are you guys doing? Nothing. Um, there was a fight in the area. Do you mind if we, um, we have a conversation? I go, where's the fight? It's up by Church Street. Which way did you see me walking? From, from from the shoppers, right? Can you get the fuck out of here? He's like, can, well, there's a fight. Can we see your hands? No. No. You cannot. see my hands. Like, if we were anywhere in the vicinity of said fight, can you kindly go away and go fuck yourself? Yeah, 100%. Bro. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there standing looking at Chess, and I'm like, <laughs> why are these guys really trying it right now? I'm telling you, man. But that, that, go back to the Meek Mill shit, like, that's the shit every day. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, when they see us, Meek Mill, slave movies, it's not for us. Wesley says... It's for everybody. Wesley yeah. says, are Canadian cops cool? I guess not with the stories these guys are telling. Not, it depends on the region. Not all of them. If you're in Peel region, fuck it. You go, they... Not they all of them. Like, in their Peel region... We talked to that dude... At the Raptors, like Raptors Parade. Yeah, he was chill as fuck. There's lots of cool, there's a lot of chill cops. There's There's chill cops. Lots of chill cops. But it's like, there's a mentality in in certain areas. Like, Peel region is all demons. Durham region is double spawn. And Metro, Metro has their moments. Yeah. Metro has their moments, you know what I mean? And knock on wood, me and Peel have never dealt with each other. And I'm okay with that. All the stories people have about Peel, I do not have a Peel story. And I, have, I, I have promise plenty. I will never want one. I have plenty of Peel stories, bro. When they had my dreads, I used to make sure I dropped my hair when I went and drove into Peel. So they thought I was like, yeah, drop my, head, drop my hair and drop my chin. So all they see is hair. <laughs> and they don't stop. You know, they will never stop me. But if they, if they look, they see a, a black dude with dreads in the car. I always, always got pulled over. Oh, actually, right back. Patrick so, says, so U.S. versus Canada, what's what's TPH, THP? THP. Not sure. Um, oh, 
Doe. Oh. Okay. Straight police racism. What up, Jordell? Jordell, what's uh, happening? To finish it off, talking about what up, Mo? Uh, finish it off. U.S. versus Canada. If you can say which is which, who's more racist? US, U.S. or Canada? Uh, U.S. You say U.S. You say U.S. I, I mean, say there's, U.S. There's more. There's more instance. There's more article. instances we see of anybody. Violence. Anybody out there say that Canada is more racist than America? Other than that, if you want to know what I'm talking about, look on my page, Facebook. You'll see. There's an article that says Canada is more racist than the U.S., which is crazy. Neil, even U.S. Maybe is maybe, it a bias? Is maybe, it a bias? Well, maybe if you're talking about real small rural towns, maybe possibly. I could because when that. I went to Winnipeg, and that's and Winnipeg's not even small. When I went to Winnipeg, taxi man wouldn't even didn't want to put, take me in the car to the hotel with the rest of the people I was with. And I'm like, yeah, you're fucking not going anywhere, then, bro. And I sat yeah. on the hood of the car until he's like, okay, fine, let's go. Everybody else was cool to jump in the whip. But then my little town, it wasn't crazy like that. Right. There's the one twos, but it wasn't crazy. To me, I'm like, right back to the beginning, like, the U.S. is more white versus black. Canada is more white versus native. I can say those two yeah. are, are comparable. Right. But then, if you're going to compare white, black, U.S., white, black, Canada, it's not the same. It's not the same. So, but still, America's more racist just because I'm biased. I don't give a the, shit. The States is more racist. Yeah. What I'm saying. Who says otherwise is crazy? There's an article that says that Who wrote Canada. This article? It's a Canadian article. But yeah. Who All wrote right. it though? One more story from Suzanne, and then we out. Uh, check this. I had a place here in BC where I was robbed when I was in Mexico. When I got home, my apartment was left with needles and hardware strewn about and garbage bags in my windows. Darcy and Piast. RCMP officer, after investigation, went to hand me a pair of latest gloves, and then I told her to call her supervisor. When he told her it was her job, she went to the trunk of her vehicle and used leather gloves to remove the paraphernalia. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, Al says, nah, both are the same. U.S. is overt, Canada is covert about the bigotry. That, facts. That's facts. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Sure. I can agree with that. Well, yeah. So, we'll be back next week, same time. Time, time done, wine done. Time done, wine, wine done. done. So, you know. So, next week, we'll be here again. I'm doing the same shit. We'll figure out another topic, something like this. Not, I'm not even going to run too much into the, the racist, racism shit. We might do fe- feminism next. Might, yeah. You never, the thing is with casual I fan, might mansplain something. With that the, could be cool. With the casual, bless you. With the casual fan, you never know what you're going to be discussing. So, just join us. Join the conversation. We, we love to hear what you guys got to say. We're on IG on this side. We're on Facebook on this side. Make sure you go to shockclubpodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified. And we're here Wednesday. Casual fan is what we do. Hold up. Stay blessed, Suzanne. Stay blessed, everybody. And thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys coming through and joining us. No problem, Neil. Thank you for joining us, brother. This shit was fun. Yeah, man. See ya. Y'all be easy. Best Peace. Up.